Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Super excited to have you here. Super excited to have all of us here at the table. So mm. um, everyone's bright eyed and bushy tailed, bright eyed and bushy tailed <laughs> and has their coffee. Chris, you don't have coffee. He's I got- already, I already, I remember I teach a class now. It's oh, yeah. a government speech class. <laughs> I've you've, already done some coffee. You've been done through. <clears throat> I was mainlining he, he, coffee this he's morning. He's on his propel right now. <laughs> Second drink. That's right. Um, mm. Y'all feeling good? Yeah. Paul, did yeah. you get any sleep last night? Oh, you know, a wink or two. Wink or two. That's right. <clears throat> um, yeah, we are we are we are now trucking right along. That's right. Yeah. You went through quite a few verses last Sunday. I did. Um, I was like, man, we're 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 moving now. So yep. this is uh, this is going to be this week is going to be the beginning of chapter three. That's right of First Samuel. <clears throat> There'll be some fits and starts. Don't don't uh, don't get too used to. Don't get used. Oh, to, yeah, don't get too comfortable at this speed. But it, it may even. It's like the. Um, I mean, there's a chance I'll go through all of chapter three this week. I don't, okay. I don't know if I can pull it off or not. But um, I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's it's actually a relatively short chapter. Um, um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I would just, and I'm more talking about. You know, bucking the system here with knew it can't can't be going all like the way it though. through. You keep, a keeps us on our toes. That's we'll, good. We'll see. I mean, part of that will be determined by today as well, because mm. this week I have not had a chance to start working on the passage mm. yet at all. So yeah, uh, we'll see what kind of yeah. really brilliant insights this room can yeah. create today. So we're all all in on the hook That's this right. time. That's right. I also I also wanted to mention on Sunday. I just liked the. How you took the just juxtaposition, and you had a good amount of humor in the. <laughs> oh, look at Samuel! I know it. Well, I it, felt it like that's doing I, the passage honor. Yeah, that's kind I of felt, the, I the felt like that was good. It. Like, yeah, it was. It was pretty funny to hear the voice change every time. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, look at Samuel! And we're talking <laughs> about his little robe and his little robe, Hophni and Phineas, and exactly. kitties. I I really do feel like there's a little bit of that in that passage. Yeah. It sounds like it for sure. So I don't I don't know exactly what all and it's it, it, it's it's a such a different passage that <clears throat> clear here's a few verses here mm-hmm. and then here's a couple of verses of this and mm-hmm. here's a few verses. It had a very that's not common. Um there it's common for that to happen in large sections biblically especially in Hebrew scripture where you get sections of good news, bad news stuff, but to have it be so intertwined, just sometimes mm-hmm. a verse or two was, yeah. anyway, it's just different. Yeah. Um, now that's not happening in this next chapter. It, it really does not. I mean, okay. the next, the next chapter is, is a single, is a narrative of a single event. Mm-hmm. Um, and a good event. Well, I mean, sort of. Sort of. If you're Eli, Eli it's not a great event. You're a little <laughs> slow to the uptick. Again. Yeah, exactly. like, but I'm not Eli. So. <laughs> but I'm not. I, I don't, I'm not even. I mean, you know, we've been, we have been, you know, telling Eli like you're yeah. missing it, whatever. But also, <clears throat> all four of us are fathers. Yeah, and are uh-huh. tired. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to assume that him laying on the ground would be any less tired. Yep. <laughs> So yes, if, if I was, I had a kid, we were uh, watching some friend of our, some friends of ours, um, uh, sons one time. And this was when Lori and I were pretty newly married, but we were in our house and, um, I had given them a flashlight, the boys in the next room, I'd given them a flashlight in case they needed to make their way to the bathroom and got scared or anything like that. Um, 
new house, all that. Um, and, uh, so we went to sleep and in the middle of the night, I got woken up by a flashlight in the face. Click, mm-hmm. click. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> what is going on? Go back to your room. And out of reflex. Sorry, officer. Sorry, officer. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> was I speeding? Was I speeding? <laughs> oh, that's another situation. Oh, that's, well, I, that's, that's another story that's <laughs> hitting close to home right now. Um, but anyway, it was that like, you know, startled awake. Like what, what is, what is happening? Why am I in? Yeah. Uh, why am I awake right why now? Why am I awake right what now? What universe did I am? Go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you called me. I but did you not. Ca- no, I did not. You're ma- you're you're having a dream. That's right. There are noises in this house. Yes, there are. Go back to sleep. That's right. Um. So I mean, now you can. Now I you feel can like somewhere. I can give him the benefit of the doubt on this. I just but, meant from Eli's perspective, he's going to get to hear yeah. what God tells Sammy. Oh yeah, no, that's that's the bad. You news. Can, the next he's like, you can tell me it's fine. He's like, I don't know if it's so fine. I'm pretty sure you don't. Yeah. Anyway, you're okay. right. That part it's is rough. bad. So but. yeah. So yeah. What what kind of sticks out to you immediately? Oh gosh. Yeah. Or is that a, a pretty loaded that's, question? That's, that's on, on the for spot this right Yeah. Now. Exactly. Hold just on just a second. In. Let me let me yeah, talk about something about, about last week that yeah. I was not expecting. Um, and I don't like I you know read it. I don't know how many times leading up to last week, but then when you were reading it, um, and maybe it's just hearing it in somebody else's voice. But when you were reading in uh, chapter two um, and it talks about, you know, in one of the uh, grab a breath moments. Yeah. Um, where it talks about um, or Samuel. Sorry. Uh, let me find this. Where's the really short one towards the end? About the. the okay. She came up to make a room. No. First Samuel two twenty six. Now the boy Samuel continued to grow both in stature and in favor with the Lord and also with man. Right. Did anybody else have the Luke two fifty two moment? Oh yeah, absolutely. Where I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly the way that it says it about Christ. Right. And I I had never caught that until you were uh, preaching it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I mean, I don't want to read too much into that. That's just the language of whatever. But like that's. At least yeah. worth mentioning. Yeah. <clears throat> do we do we encounter any other like? And I'm honestly asking this because I have no idea. This is kind of shifting back from from this. But do we have any other instances where people are called like this into service or whatever, but, but, but called by God? Whether it's like Gideon. Oh, that's true. Like but yeah, like like this. I mean, but I guess yeah, it has some okay, unique that makes aspects. But I mean, the call of the prophets often looks mm-hmm. something like this. Oh, okay, so where like God speaks call. to them and then gives them a message or mm-hmm. a job or a task or something. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's you 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 never. I mean, like the apostle Paul would be another example. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you don't. You there is an equation that happens. There are patterns that happen, and uh-huh. yet they're all unique as uh-huh. well. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, it's a. This one has some unique, in that he factors. was a child, or, um, or, or, or is that just an assumption that he was a child? No, he's no, the boy Samuel. Yeah, it's the boy Samuel. Yeah. So I don't think they would have called him boy if he wasn't okay. a child. There's there is some, yeah, talk about how old of a child, like because yeah. this was he twelve or right, yeah. this verse 
or same word here used in verse one, Nair, does also refer to more of like a young teenager in chapter 17, where mm-hmm. it's a little bit more clear. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we probably should think of Samuel older, but not so far removed from youth. Yeah. This still would be an applicable title. Yeah. Um, Josephus in his writings actually claims uh, Samuel's 12 years old. Okay. Um, so again, just kind of on par, write that like, okay, not a man yet, but no longer just the, you know, cute toddler, toddler toddling yeah. around. Probably uh, has the presence of mind to understand a little bit of what's going on rather than a little guy. Yeah. Is okay. this the same word? I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. The same word that's used for David. Like the boy um, David? Yeah. Yeah, David was pretty young whenever he was anointed king. That's right. a little oh, bit yeah. different, but... I'm just curious But to set see. apart still. But set apart still. Because I feel yeah. like the same word is used either either in 16 or 17 for him. And I need to just double check that 1733. Is that where it is? I mean, I would think so. You are but a youth. Mm-hmm. And this um, is the same word. It is the same word. Okay, yeah. I thought so. <clears throat> so we we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to guess at the age of these guys, but but apparently they are they are there's a word here that's meant to distinguish them from adult men, but may also be meant to distinguish them, distinguish them from little boys. Okay. <clears throat> so I've heard people debate, you know, David was at this stage was a teenager or was 17 or 18. And I have a very hard time imagining that. I don't know. We don't have the explanation. We know we had seven older brothers mm-hmm. and I think only three of them are old enough or three of them go to war. Right. I don't know that that's because of age. I assume it's because of age, but yeah. that the, the next brothers don't, why don't okay. they go? Is it because they're too young? Which would make sense to me, especially since David is treated so as so insignificant in 16. Um, <clears throat> I have to assume that has to do with his age because it describes him as he's good looking and he's clearly talented. And so why would his father it, treat him so? I mean, it, so... Calls him, it calls him ruddy. I don't, I mean, you know, um, like actually, he's, he's a little red. So yeah, I don't, I don't know many people who are red that are good looking. Uh, I know, I know one or two. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Rebecca. Yeah, exactly. That's a good example. Um, Rebecca and Elizabeth, shout out. That's right. They don't listen. They don't listen. First Samuel, first Samuel 16, 12, it actually says he was a healthy, good looking boy. Okay, fine. I was pretty sure that was in there. Fine. Um, I'm thinking um, of the King James version, but not, not, uh, not the same type of, uh, um, stature of like Saul. It does not describe him as tall. Yeah. That I know he's of. not just good looking. He's not the Saul is also described as good looking, good looking and, and huge above yeah, everybody a head, else. A head taller than everybody else. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to get into this at some point. I like, I've got this like thing in the back of me. That's like, there is some reason. And I don't think it's just because he's the youngest. Because we have plenty of examples of the youngest being favored, you know, in life right. and also in whatever. There's something about David that is not right with his father. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't know what that is, but there's, you know, there's a little bit of that, you know, he, he, and, and I shoot, I, sorry guys, I should be more prepared. Um, there's the Psalm that he talks about being, um, that his, uh, mother conceived him in sin. You know, he's talking about the depths of his depravity. Right. right. Um, and it, it's very possible, likely whatever that he's just talking about, like how, um, how depraved he is that his, mm. his, um, his parents were sinful, like sinners. Yeah. Like that, that. He, his parents were sinners. He's a sinner. Like that, the, that's exactly what he's talking about. Um, but there's also something inside of me that's like, is there some reason that like, it, I mean, even if it wasn't like widely held or whatever, but like a rumor or something about David not being his father's son or something like that. Like, what is it that makes him so other than his brothers? But we're going to get into that later. Now we're talking about Samuel. <clears throat> yeah. It, it is intriguing that he's, so we have Samuel ministering in the presence of Eli. Yes. <clears throat> Man, I threw Um, it, it, the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord was rare in those days, no frequent vision. So I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, meant to indicate that that is common, but it is, there's no doubt that verse two. Yeah. So there is no frequent vision. There's not, this his, is not subtle. And verse two, eyesight. Eli has eyesight has begun to grow dim. Like that's not very subtle of mm-hmm. explaining probably spiritually why there's so mm-hmm. few visions as well as mm-hmm. that. Um, and then you and have the lamp of the God. The lamp of God yeah. not yet gone out. Right. And I've got to do some research on this because wasn't the lamp of God out during the day? I feel like um, it's, it's lit at night. Lit and, at night and then it stays on through the day. Until it, right. Exodus <clears throat> But it does go out. Yeah, it does at some point. Because I heard someone say, they referencing this passage saying that the lamp was never supposed to go out. But I actually don't think that's correct. You're like, oh, that's the Olympic lamp. Yeah, exactly. You're thinking of the wrong fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The unknown soldier. Um, so I'm trying to, I've got to look that up, but. That's good. That's a good point. Try to. It's kind of like, well, like yeah, as a what, Hebrew scholar, as a Hebrew reader, you would read that and immediately know. Like, what would you what know? What time what, is this? Okay, that's yeah. what I was going to ask. You'd know about what time it was. You would yeah. know that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> I'm more interested, though, in the um, where Samuel is described to be lying. He's, he's lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God yeah. was. And it says temple here, by the way, not tabernacle, which yeah. is a little strange. And where the ark of God was is a great question. Like, what? Yeah. Is he literally He's lying? curled up in the Holy of Holies? That's, yep. He that, wandered. That is a question. He wandered in there. <laughs> I mean. Is, is he at, right at the curtain? Right at the curtain. Or where, is he, is, did he sneak inside? Like, what is going on here? And, and it is tough. And again, we've, like, we've <clears throat> seen the replicate of the um tabernacle right um we've seen you know the dimensions of it this is not a big place oh no because it's not the temple yet even though it says temple right um the, the you, tent is only 30 by 15 yeah so it's, the holy of holies is 15 by 15 it's just interesting that it would be like specific as to where the Ark of God was. Maybe it's just the farthest away from Hophni and Phineas that he could get. I mean, <laughs> I Dude, am not near those like, guys. Man, that's, I don't know what those guys are doing, but I'm getting away from them. <laughs> I mean, that's you gotta believe the. Uh, never mind. I, that's total conjecture. Don't don't go there. 
Exodus 27, oil for the lamp. You shall command the Lord, uh, the people of Israel. Sorry, you shall command the people of the Israel. I was like, yep. no, nope, don't that they do bring that. to you pure beaten olive oil for the light. The lamp may be regularly set up to burn. Um, and then it skips ahead. Aaron and his sons shall tend to it from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever to be observed throughout the generations by the people of Israel. So maybe it just means it wasn't morning yet. I think the idea was that it's, the implication is it's extremely early morning. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it's very, very late night. Early, It's the yeah, 3, yeah. 4 a.m. type of time. He should be asleep. Yeah, everybody should be asleep. Everything should be, you know, the only people busy are Hopney and Phineas near the entrance yeah, to the tabernacle. Unfortunately. Um, but ev- everything is going, everything should be still and quiet and all that kind of stuff. So absolutely. Um, but okay. I just love the part with him. I mean, I've got some young children. If I say, "Come to me one time," come to me one times, time, and they, yeah, come they, every time. there ain't no "Here I am" and running to me. Like that just doesn't happen very often. So, yeah, there is a sweetness again here to it's Samuel. Very sweet, and even though he doesn't know the Lord personally yet, he still. Is selfless. He's willing to obey. Yeah, this is the. Yep. This is yeah. There's is there's a there's a character oh, yeah. being he demonstrated. Jumps up it's here. his qualify. Yeah, oh, yeah. Qualifi- qualification for ministry. It's his character being shown. Here I sure. am. For you called me. Yeah, I so did the, not call. Lie down. So the idea is that as the sun sun is rising, the lamp is probably going out. Hmm. Like that is that is that what you understood from that? I think I looked says, at it. Like it's yeah. They tend to it. <clears throat> yep. Till the morning. Okay, that's what I thought. Um. I thought that was the the idea that was pictured, so I'll have to unpack that a little better. But um, the tabernacle has a nightlight, very convenient yep. for Samuel growing that's up. That's right. Um, so um, I think that's really cool. So we'll 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 unpack that a little bit. That idea, but yeah, I I'm intrigued also by where where is uh, Samuel, this this young man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to fathom that he would be laying down in the Holy of Holies um, and what that would say about God's yeah. approval of him and affirmation of him would be pretty amazing. He does not know the Lord. I mean, we're about to hear that, that Samuel doesn't know the Lord either. And so <clears throat> that's he does, significant. He doesn't know his voice. That's right. He um, may know a lot about him because I'm imagining right. that that's part of his education for the first yep. however many years. Um, yeah, it is a... It's pretty amazing, but it's a that whole picture of Samuel Samuel being here anywhere in clearly he is inside at least the fifteen by thirty yeah. section He's, where the oil lamp is, yeah. where the showbread is that like that stuff where the incense thing. He's clearly there. Is he also up against the curtain or near the curtain or even mm. as crazy as it would sound inside the curtain? Yeah. Like I, I'd, I would love to find someone defend the possibility of that. Is that what's being said with that phrase, where the ark of the Lord, what, like, was that meant to delineate for us? I mean, it's obviously the tabernacle is where the ark of the Lord was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that would be sufficient, that's fine. But man, the, the idea of him being inside the, the Holy of Holies is Yeah, that it's wild. just so, so specific. <clears throat> but then the Lord calls Samuel and he says, here I am and ran to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. Right. 
Um, like, I think that's, I think I'd take it more as that. It's the Eli apparently is again near the ark. Yeah. And Samuel is apparently near him. Right. And so here we have the presence of the Lord. That's the statement of where the ark was. So the ark's there. So the presence of the Lord. So the voice mm-hmm. emanates from there. Yeah. Right. And rightfully, Samuel, who hears it, is, is going towards the towards the voice, yeah. which is apparently on the other side of Eli. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. And so Eli tells him to go lie down because he's like, I am so asleep. Like, there's no way I called you. Go back to sleep. Right. And he does it again. And again, Samuel gets up like, no, I'm pretty sure you're calling me. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, no. Um, And that's where you get in verse seven. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Yeah. So it's definitely got that like feeling of he doesn't know whose voice he's hearing. Exactly. Like, and, and I, I love that. Like that there's, there's, there is a familiarity that Samuel is going to grow into with God where he knows, knows his voice. Yeah. That's something that we're all supposed to, you know, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice or know my voice. And the third time he doesn't just hear because now the Lord stands yeah. And the Lord came and stood. Yeah. yeah. And then calls out his other <laughs> time. So thought, is this is hey. this now like <laughs> I mean the question it is, like, is this a theophany? Like, is this now him right. standing right next mm-hmm. to him? Or is it again just anthropomorphic language for us to just describe the Lord being there? Or was now he revealing himself truly in person? This is a it's a very Daniel esque yes. description. Very like there's a he's there. Yeah. yeah, and like floating above the waters or, or whatever. Here's where I think I give Eli a break because the first two times I feel like the uh, as a parent I can be like I I just am trying to go back to sleep. Right. But after the second time, like I feel like Eli's awake now, and yeah. he's like listening for what Samuel is hearing, and he doesn't hear it. Right. And all of a oh, sudden listen. Samuel comes back up to him and says, <laughs> yes. "Here I am for you called me," and that's when Eli's like. Mm, that's the Lord. Like, and it's not me. I'm not hearing it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what strikes me as so, I mean, he is the priest or the high priest. He's apparently wherever Eli is, is near enough to the tabernacle that he's within very short running distance. He's either right outside or in a rooms right outside or in a tent right outside, or yeah. he is also staying in the tabernacle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And that's, just wild that he would be there, but how disheartening yeah. if you're the high priest. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Your little servant hears God and you don't. But I love that there's no, like, there's no mention of that. That's true. Like it does. It's not like, you know, Eli turns into Saul where he knows that God hasn't chosen him anymore. And so he's throwing spears at David. Right. Like there's no, <clears throat> you don't see at least as far as I can remember. And we haven't read all the way through this yet. Um, but you don't see Eli like sabotaging Samuel. No. Instead, he says, go lie down. And if he calls you, you say, this is what you say, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Right. So Samuel went and lay down his place. And and you're right, Paul, that last time he comes and he st- stands calling <laughs> as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. You're right. It, it is, I don't know what to do with, and, and I know I'm I'm pretty rough on Eli. 
And I know that I recognize that about myself. Well, I don't think that it's inappropriate. Like, I think that he has like, there's a lot of that there. Right. Um, but I am, I will say like, as, almost from the, like, uh, the um, Gene Peterson. Eugene Peterson? Eugene. Eugene Peterson? The message? The message? No, 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 no. The the guy who wrote the um <coughs> Three Kings. The tale oh, of Three yeah, Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Gene. I think it's Gene. No, that's no, not right either. That's not right either. Anyway, yeah. Shoot. But well, you know who I'm talking about. Computer in front of me. Yes, yes. Um so the the tale of three kings. Like I'm really impressed. Gene Edwards. Gene, Gene Edwards. Edwards, thank you. Dad gummit. Yep. Um he's he's listening, so he's gonna be really mad. <laughs> no, he's not. Hi Gene. Um, hi Gene. <laughs> hi Gene. Oh <laughs> bad. Okay. Um but I'm really impressed with him that uh, No gosh. Sorry, we're done. We're done. We're done. Sorry. He did that. If you, he did that during the uh, also, Reconstructed Faith podcast. I would finally. just like everybody to know <laughs> that he had his foot up next to the thing, like lounging back over there, and he still reached up here, and it's like he touched his toes. Well, so, I accidentally. I'm really impressed with you. I I pulled my legs back. I'm just <laughs> saying. You know, I'm, I'm just giving saying. you credit for being flexible. Very hey, flexible. Hey, thank you. So I'm. I will have yes, to unwrap. Please, sorry. I will have to unwrap. Go, or you were you were still. Talking. I'm just Go saying, ahead. like I'm I'm really impressed with Eli that if he's feeling all the things that you're talking about, like all of that, like yeah. frustrate, not frustrate, whatever you're. I think brokenhearted, brokenheartedness, yeah, and everything. That yeah. his reaction is not. <clears throat> yeah. What it so, could be. Are you talking about verse eighteen? Well, just just so in eighteen, it, here's what strikes me. <clears throat> this is, this 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 is where I wrestle with one of the the last time I wrestle with Eli for now at least I guess. Is this faith or is it resignation? Hmm. Is this like like Mary says something very similar to this? Right. I think that's faith. Let the Lord do what seems good to Him. I mean, she almost quotes Him, right? Yeah. Whatever, mm-hmm. What does her? I think Mary is Mary's is very much an expression of faith. Yeah. I, I'm here's what I don't get: why we don't get it is we don't get Eli's Jonah moment. We don't get Eli's interse- intercessory like, but Lord. I repent, like Lord, hmm. save me, Lord, save my family, Lord. I mean, it, the well, and we, I just, I just, it's sad to me. It's sad. I agree, but I also like that's not <clears throat> that's not the purpose of this story. It isn't like we 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 don't we don't hear, and and maybe we do, and this is all Eli was, right? Um, but it's not like it's like in Acts. Like there's a lot of stories that we, that we don't hear in Acts. But the point of Acts is to talk about how the message went from the Jews to the Gentiles. Right. And so in this moment, we're, we're seeing how the word of God is being delivered to Samuel. Right. And it was a transfer from, you know, Eli's family in a lot of ways to Samuel. So hearing about how Samuel is, or how Eli is this or that or whatever isn't part of it. But the, I, I don't know. I, I think I've always read that. And, and maybe it's because I haven't ever read it as any of it, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, I haven't read any of it as, as much an indictment on Eli as, as much as I have read it as an indictment on his sons. Right. And that's a, like, I'm not saying, I think that it is healthy for us to recognize these things and to try to see them in ourselves. Right. It's that question of when God gives you hard news, when God gives you um, conviction. Right. 
not condemnation as followers in Christ. We don't have condemnation, but when he gives you conviction, when he lets you know, like, this is, this is serious sin and you've been acting like it's not right. What is your reaction to that? Right. And that's like, that's super healthy for us to, to walk through because we need to be not just identifying with Samuel in this story. Um, but I think I've always read that as very much, a, and and it may be both. It may be faith and resignation. Yeah. It may be like, it is the Lord. Like, that's him. Like, he, I know who this is. My sons obviously don't know who this is, but I know who this is. Let him do what seems good to him, which is like, Man, that's tough. Like, if it is faith, that's an amazing faith to yeah. be able to say, like, and we have just messed this up, and he is starting fresh, and let him do it, as opposed to, like, Saul. Again, right. I keep coming back to that. Like, we're going to see <clears throat> later on somebody who clings in insecurity to power, and I don't, I don't think I see that in Eli. Or I think we would have Saul type conversations, right? I so, just think I think I think their their sin is very different. I think his is passivity, and Saul's is rebellion against God's. In the end, against God's, God, Saul thinks he knows better because we. I mean, we have gotten a lot more of Eli than Samuel so far in the story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he gets the first awareness that he confronts his sons. Then a prophet comes to him and confronts him. Now we get a message going around. Now the message isn't to Samuel. I mean, isn't to Eli anymore. <clears throat> it's been from Samuel. Hey, Eli, you know it. Eli, I'm telling it to you. Eli, I've now skipped you. And that's just, it is tough to deal with this movement and why it's been. It is a judgment of Eli as well as a recognition of Samuel. Sure, but God also let Eli get to an old enough age where he's losing his eyesight. Right. He's not going to do that with his sons. <clears throat> That's right. Like, yep. It, I don't. I. I don't know. It's. I think it's. I think it's worth wrestling with. Absolutely. Yep. We have been. Okay. So separate question. Um, I'm trying to think of a famous Sean. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of Sean's in in out there, like mm-hmm. so. I'm. It's like Sean Connery is an obvious. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> spells so, it wrong. He does well. Yeah, he's one of those. Um, uh, just, I mean, Sean Astin, right? Oh yeah, Goonies. Really Goonies? No, nothing, Paul. Um, Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> does, that may still not. I the movies. Don't know which one it is. Rudy, Sam, Sam Wise, Sam Wise, Yes, I know who it is. Okay, there you go. Sean Penn. Rudy. Yeah, yeah Rudy. There you go. Yeah, Rudy. There you go. That's good. Um, never seen that one either. Sean Puffy Combs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. No, I pulled that straight from my head. I did not Google nice. that. Nice. You did not. No. <laughs> I can think of another Sean. If we, we, you know, famous Sean's is yes. what I'm trying to think of. Mm-hmm. We could wrap things up. Yeah, well, uh, we actually have a message from a very faithful listener, Sean, that uh, I wanted to play. Hi, I'm Sean. I love the In Between podcast. Yay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. That was great at the Way end. Way to go, Sean. Nicely done. Yes. And on that, that's a wrap.
Was the famous Sean all a segue for that? Yes. Oh, I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was all just a segue. Perfect. Go ahead, John. Oh, thanks, Sean. Be encouraged. (laughs) 